Wakey Wakey, Eggs and Bakey. Welcome back to PM in the AM, a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages. This show contains the kind of humor to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening. Each week, we take a deep dive into some of the funniest questions, debates, purchasable items, and news stories found on the internet. My name is Porter McNeely, and I'm joined by co-host Blake Bushman as we stri- strive to bring you a half hour of humor. <laughs> that was a, that was <laughs> I almost had it. I was rolling there, and then you know I just got a little bit I mean, off were, the rails. You but you were ninety nine yards into a hundred yard race, and then <laughs> fell <laughs> and got tackled by the kicker on the one yard line. So close. So what? What a way to start the episode. It's you know it is kind of beautiful though because we're starting the episode out with a little humor. You know we don't even have to take the whole. Yeah. Now if we mess we up, right now if we mess up later in. on, we can just say it was all part of the plan all along. So. It's good. <laughs> This week has been exciting, Blake. We've got some great news. We did our first ever giveaway on Instagram, and it was pretty exciting. Thanks to everybody that shared our post to their stories. We got a couple new followers, and and so if you're listening to the show via that, shout out to you guys. We're really excited. We just have a great time on this podcast. Like you're going to see, we've got some hilarious segments upcoming, but we do want to announce the winner of that giveaway live on the air, Blake. Yeah, so I think we should give the people um, a little drum roll, too. Let's build, oh, let's let's build that suspense a little bit. And the winner is (laughs) Brody Browning. So congrats to Brody. Thanks for sharing. And congrats. You win a brand new PM in the AM hoodie and you can customize it. So we'll be reaching out to you with details on how to do that. Thanks again to everybody else who shared our post. And we look forward to being able to do more giveaways in the future. Yeah. And we have t-shirts and stuff that, that that, that we can order in. So if you're not a hoodie person, enter and you know, there's there's a chance you'll win something cool. Lots of exciting stuff coming up. Absolutely. But like I said, we've got a really exciting show today. And first, we're going to get into a morning crew review, followed by, as always, the hard-hitting listener submitted questions <laughs> and followed up by the not important news, Blake. I'm excited that it's back. I'm really I think the people will deep be here too. finding yeah. some good stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely a fan favorite, one of our bread and butter segments. So that will be coming up later in the show. So you're definitely going to want to stick around. But before we get into that, Blake, let's check out that morning crew review. All right. This one comes in from Hint Claw. This pod is hilarious. Five stars. So fun listening to the wholesome quality content. Porter and Blake have some great back and forth combos. However, I feel like Blake has a little too much fun (laughs) describing these poop and farting stories. They still get five stars. (laughs) Well, I'm uh, very glad that they uh, decided to just throw out the Blake pooping and farting part because that was hilarious. Yeah, it threw me under the bus. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have fun telling these stories if they weren't funny. Okay, that's every, you laughed. I am certain this guy laughed because he remembered yeah. it enough to put it in there. So he enjoyed it probably more than me. So they will uh, keep coming. Don't don't worry. That's what we're here for. We are the experts. Is what is what you come here for. I know. I'm personally so glad he decided to throw that in though because I think that's an amazing detail and I think that just makes the review even better that he took a little slight jab at you Blake how does how does that make you yeah, feel Yeah listen I mean I haven't seen I need to have somebody uh call you out for something I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of these are just hey this is great but 
<laughs> Blake's takes are the worst. I there's been like two or three now that I've had to read on here. I'm roasting myself. So if I could get one that I could roast Porter, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Blake's gonna spend the next week at the Apple Store <laughs> at every local mall, just getting onto all those iPhones, logging into <laughs> Apple Podcasts, and all of a sudden we're gonna have like 18 reviews that say Porter's yeah. the worst. This only this show's being carried by Blake, if we get a, and we're all gonna know if where we get it came a ton from. of four stars re- reviews that say Blake five stars border one star and so then it just averages out that makes sense i so that will probably be me so i'll, I'll bring our you I'll bring our average down from a perfect five star rating to- <laughs> that's what i was just gonna say you're the only one that would tank this show just tank <laughs> just our own. We're, at, we're at 39 reviews on apple Podcasts right now all five stars by the end of the week we'll, we'll be at 50 and then our average will be down to like a smooth 4.3. So, <laughs> no, I'm a little ticked off that he even put that idea in the listener's head, Blake. As we've always said, if you don't have anything nice to say about the show, don't say it at all, unless it's a jab at Blake and it's still a five star review. So, there's a new clarification to the golden rule that we're going to go ahead and throw out. But thanks to Hint Claw and thanks to everybody else for rating the show and subscribing on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That way you guys know when the new episodes are out. We really appreciate you guys doing that. And we appreciate you guys sending in questions too, because uh, from what I've heard, we got a couple of, couple of doozies sent in this week. Oh yeah, Blake. So I actually needed to reach out to you. Usually we kind of just do like a live reaction on air, but I thought these two questions were thought provoking and going to require a little bit of research. So I wanted to make sure that we attacked them in the best way possible gave the best response to the morning crew. And so I texted you, you know, with a lot of advance, maybe three or four hours. <laughs> so you've had time to study, Blake. We both have to kind of base our how good our responses are off that. So let me pull up the first one here, which actually, no, the, the first one we're going to do is we got asked by an anonymous listener on Instagram. We're going to keep this one anonymous, uh, probably for their personal embarrassment. They are looking to break up with their significant other and they need our help, Blake. They need us to tell they them came, how they, came they to should the experts. do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could call us the experts. But Blake, if you were in that situation, how are you going to attack it? I mean, I really think there's two. There, there's one that is a classic that it's probably been done in like a movie or something, but it's something that always stuck in my head. And that's you just put on the all-time classic uh, Single Ladies by Beyonce. Oh. And when it comes to the chorus, you just grab her wrist and put her hand up. <laughs> and then you can just walk away. You don't even need to say anything. It takes out all the tough conversation. She'll stand there with her hand up for the next uh, seven to eight minutes, just confused. And then she'll realize what happened. And then you're both free and you can walk away. I mean, if that takes seven or eight minutes of realization, you probably made a good decision breaking up with that one because they are a little slow. <laughs> yeah, it works. It that, works that's better a good on idea. Those that are a little dumb. <laughs> oh, that's definitely Blake Bushman perspective, Blake yeah. Bushman creativity. You've come to the right place because you always are going to get that outside humor and just insane thinking. I, I couldn't think of a worse way to do it myself. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, got, I got a better one too. I'll let, I'll let you come up with your ideas, but I, I got a, I got a real doozy of, okay. a, of an idea. that. I All right. So I, while I was thinking about this question, it actually uh, took me back and it's not a story of me getting broken up with or breaking up with anyone, but I do remember. So one time I was, I was working at this uh, retail store and doing a little sales and we had this lady that got hired on and she, it turns out she was uh, kind of crazy. She had like some like mental breakdowns and was just like straight up crazy within the first couple of days. And so the manager ended up having to fire her. And so I, I, I asked him, I said, Jim, in your all knowing 
wisdom. What do you do when you fire somebody? I just wanted to know because I've, I've never been in that situation before. And he had previously been like a corporate employee of a company. And he said he'd had to like hire and fire a ton of people. So I asked him, I said, you know, what do you do in that situation? And he's just said, you just say, I'm sorry, you're fired. Unfortunately, it did not work out. And you don't give any more details. You say, that's all I'm allowed to say. And so I think that's a good way to break up with somebody. I'm sorry, we're broken up. That's all I'm allowed to say. I'm sorry, you know, corporate's not going to like me to say anything else. And then you just, um, that's and, all but the, and then, because the next word out of their mouth is going to be, but, and then, but, and yeah. you just kind of, I'm sorry, I can't say anything else. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, my hands are tied here. I can't tell you any of the reasons yeah, behind this. I would this, love to explain but it to you. Unfortunately, you're fired. <laughs> so I think you could technically like fire them in a breakup. And I, I think that is kind of the, the Ooh. one of the best ways that I could come up Ooh. with. Or here's another idea. You start a company, hire your girlfriend, and then fire her at the same time, <laughs> dump her. But like tie it into one. And then you can just, you fire her. You never have to talk to her again. And then you can use that exact same firing line. Because maybe it works better when you're firing them instead of breaking up. So if all else fails, you, <laughs> you can just start a business and, and hire them just to fire them later on. Yeah, that uh, definitely doesn't seem like it would require hardly any extra work. That definitely seems like the most efficient point A to point B breakup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. But. It's probably the exact opposite of my next idea because I think the best possible situation for everybody involved is you want to, you know, lighten the mood in the best way you can. And so I was trying to think of where are people happiest? And there's a nickname of a place that's called the happiest place on earth. And I was thinking, what a better way to break up with somebody than like right at the peak of a roller coaster, like right before it drops. You just <laughs> lean over him to you say like, hey, look, I'm sorry, this is not working out. We got to break up. And then it falls. And then you don't have to talk at all. You don't have to say, I'm sorry, I can't talk because they're going to be screaming. You know, it's a roller coaster. Nobody's having a conversation in the middle of the loop-de-loops. So uh, then you can get off. And at that point. You know, you can just leave them and go get in line to ride something else. And you'll be happy because you're at Disneyland or wherever you're at. They'll be happy because, you know, you'll probably pay for their admission to get in. You're a nice guy. And I think that's the, the best possible scenario. Oh, I, I agree, Blake. I thought of almost three ways that that's a great way to break up with somebody. First, while you're going up the little hill, you know, it's like tick, 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 tick. <laughs> you can be talking to them while you're going up and you're like, this had just been such a roller coaster. <laughs> Of a relationship. You know, we've had our ups and our downs. And then, you know, right before it's like going to release you to go down, you break up with them. And that allows you both to express all of your emotions. Yeah. You know, maybe you're sobbing, crying, screaming, wailing, but nobody's going to notice the difference because they're on a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to yeah, really, really be let your anger out in those screams. People are thinking you're going to have a yeah. in the time of your life. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, more people should be doing this. Yeah. And then even better. The rest of the day, you're hopping in the single rider lines and you're not spending the rest of your day that's, waiting in line for rides because you're going right to the front. That's the line that you need to use is so. <laughs> you just say, look, I've been thinking a lot. Uh, our relationship has been quite a roller coaster with its ups and downs. And I think it's time for me to line up in the single rider line. <laughs> then they can, they can figure it out from there. It's not oh that complicated. Gosh. For some reason, I'm just picturing like the super dorky couple that has an obsession with roller coasters and like amusement parks. And that's the way he actually, I bet somebody's actually broken up with somebody that way. They're like, you know, I hope we so. always wait in like a two hour line and you hate it. You can go in the single rider line now. And he's like, wait, really? I can? 
yeah and that means we're over and that's when he understands and gets absolutely wrecked that's yeah. that's a good idea blake yeah. i'm i'm giving you points for creativity oh on i that appreciate one, that i was i was a big fan of that one i especially thought you know like the like the drop ones too mm-hmm. you know because people you you know you get broken up with your heart drops if your whole body drops maybe that like just maintains everything and then by the time it's over with you it's all caught up and you know your heart hasn't sunk into your stomach and you can move on i think this is yeah. a great idea somebody try this and let us know if it works yeah honestly that would be good scientific research points to creativity go to you on this on that one and my next one maybe isn't quite as creative but i think it's a classic and so i'm kind of taking a a pm and the am spin on a classic though and that is, you know, when people usually break up and they say, like, it's not you, it's me. I need to, like, work on myself, whatever. Don't do that because you don't need to work on yourself. You're obviously the best. That's yeah. why you're listening to the show. You know, you're already good. So say, it's not me, it's you. Oh, and then dump that's, them. <laughs> that's tough. Man, you, you're just going straight for the dagger on these. I was trying to lighten the mood yeah. a little bit. You just, you whipped out the knife and just said, here, stab yourself. <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm going for a nice clean cut, Blake. I don't want to fray any edges. I want the cut to be clean. So yeah, I just realized that my two uh, methods were a lot more stern than your yeah. couple of uh, creative methods. I mean, I'll tell you what, they are both probably just as effective. And uh, if you want to save yourself a hundred bucks on a, a price of getting into a, an amusement park, I guess your way, your way uh, might be better, but man, that'll really cause them to rethink themselves a little bit. <laughs> you Very are true, the problem. But I think- There we go. There we have a couple of methods laid out for you. So thanks for sending in that question. And we want to do another listener submitted question today. And it's it's another doozy, Blake. It's another good one that we really got to get into. And this one's from Mark on Instagram. So shout out to Mark for sending this one in. It says, my little sister wants to end her senior year in a good way. What's the best high school senior prank idea? I love this question. Because Porter, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we did our own. We did a senior prank. We graduated together. I don't know if you remember it, but uh, I played a rather large role in uh, setting up everything. It, there was a group of us that you know got together and kind of planned it all out. And it wasn't my mm-hmm. first idea because I have a much better idea with my <laughs> years of experience. Because what we did at the time, okay. and I'll, so, so everybody's on the same page. We essentially just blocked off the parking lot and did like a beach day in the parking lot so there was like volleyball net set up music and you know that type of thing whatever not not a huge deal people couldn't get into the parking lot so cars were lined up way out to the netherlands trying to to get to school but looking back at that what i wish we would have done is utilize the gift that is amazon prime because i don't know if you know this but you can just buy pretty much anything you want and for thirty dollars you can buy a thousand live crickets. Now, if you get together a group of people, everybody, one class has 30 people. If you can get everybody to chip in 10 bucks, I mean, your graduating class is going to have a ton more people than that. I feel like you can get together 300 bucks, like no big deal. You get 300 bucks. You got 10,000 crickets that you can release into the school. I mean, I think this is fantastic. You put them in the ceiling. You put them just everywhere. They're going to be finding crickets for the next three and a half years. I love this. That's a terrible idea because I hate crickets. But I mean, the vandalism portion of that is on point. And I mean, depending on your organizational skills, that's one that you might be able to get away with. And I think that's a huge factor in determining these pranks is like, I remember kind of uh, end of senior year, I was in a little bit of hot water. And so, you know, I was kind of on the down low. And so 
we had a nice, uh, easy kind of a prank where nobody was going to get in trouble and whatever. That that worked good for me then. But I've got a couple, Blake, that I think, I mean, I've got one that I think is either going to get you in trouble and potentially hold your graduation. <laughs> and then I've got one that I think you can completely get away with, but I think it would be pretty dang funny. Okay. Uh, which one would you like to hear first? I mean, let's start off big. I would like to hear what can get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm curious. <laughs> Okay, so this idea is kind of centered around like the Indianapolis 500, you know, like a big race. Okay. And so what I think you need to do is get all of those high school guys that have like these dirt bikes that they kind of, you know, work on in their garage, you know, they're grease monkeys and stuff. And I think you need to organize a race going around the school, down the stairs, you know, a big course, send out to the whole senior class so they're there and ready to support. And I think you need to have like a total dirt bike race going through the school and just have like a crazy atmosphere with that. I don't know if you bring the dirt in for the dirt bike race or you just totally leave like the black streaks on the the nice floors and stuff. And I just imagine the smell of gasoline in those halls after it's done. I'm like, just imagining a little sophomore wandering around the hallways and getting <laughs> drilled by 13 <laughs> dirt bikes because they they weren't aware of what was going on. <laughs> they were trying to get to math class and ended up in the hospital for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said this one may entail some uh, legal difficulties slash jail time. But I think it would go down in history as one of the most legendary pranks if you're having a full-fledged yeah, race. I mean, if you can pull it off, like, kudos. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, you would start outside the school and just have people holding doors at the same time. And mm. so they can race through the school and complete the race outside of school. Mm. Smart. So that's kind of the thought process there. And then hopefully it's like the last day. So never show face at school again. Yeah, you better hope you have like a, a full opaque helmet that like you can't, they can't mm. recognize anything. You got to get full like leather, everything. Yeah. So you, they can't see anything to identify you and just hope for the best. <laughs> but that, that would be sweet. So that's definitely my uh, jail time legal yeah, problems yeah. suggestion. But I've got another one, Blake, and I think this is just a really good idea. So this is going to or involve some behind the scenes planning. You know, you're going to need to make a fake Instagram profile of a realtor okay. a couple months in advance. So this if you're graduating this year, this needs to start now. And what I want you to do is list your school for sale. <laughs> I want you to list your school for sale on every public real estate for sale.com, whatever. And I want you to try to sell your school for sale by owner and put up signs at the school for sale by owner or with a fake realtor sign, your choice. I think that would be pretty hilarious. you get any calls on that? I think you'd get calls from like the news and stuff like they'd be, are, are you sure the school's for sale or whatever? And just, you could route the calls to yourself and answer those calls. You could route the calls to the school. So the school's answering all these, is the school for sale? <laughs> What's going on? Like just, and put in like the headline, like school for sale after financial woes, whatever. And I think that'd be a pretty good scene. Yeah. Think. I mean, you, you, it would have to be some elaborate, you know, really, really get <laughs> yeah. people convinced that this is actually happening and if you could pull that off that yeah. would be that would indeed be very legendary because that's the tough part is convincing people that it's not some some high school kid i mean <laughs> that's true but still imagine like just scrolling through facebook marketplace and it's like uh local high school for sale like eight million dollars <laughs> or something or best like, offer are you looking <laughs> yeah <laughs> Are you looking to invest in a wonderful real estate property, potential Airbnb with a gym, uh, weight room? Oh, yeah. You got to list the amenities. <laughs> oh, yeah. 75 
room, 14 bath. <laughs> Equipped with a thousand urinals. <laughs> That's, that would be impressive. Yours, yours uh, are definitely swinging for the fences. Mine, yeah. I came up with another one here, and it's pretty similar to the crickets, but it doesn't involve crickets, which I think some people, you know, they don't want to handle live insects. That's fine. Uh, however, this one I know for a fact. I've, uh, I've heard the stories of this being successful. And that is the same thing. You're going to have to get, gather a little bit of money together. But you can get a couple of bucks from from every kid. And let's say you, you can get, again, 300 bucks. I'll make that the mark. I bet you can buy those little uh, alarm clocks at the, the dollar oh. store or whatever. And you set them mm-hmm. to go off randomly. Everyone has a different time, everything. And then you just set them all over the school. And I read oh. a story about <laughs> a person who did this. And he never got caught, so that's that's a good sign. But he there put them go. everywhere you can imagine, like in the walls, in the ceiling, in lockers, desks, teachers' desks, everything that you can imagine. And he had something like four or five hundred alarm clocks that he had spread throughout the school and just timed them all up. And there was an initial time where they all went off, and apparently it just it was a, the loudest sound <laughs> you can imagine. Five hundred alarm clocks going off at the same time at throughout a school. And then they just would periodically randomly go off throughout the day. And there was like a full-on manhunt for all these different alarm clocks because they were just spread everywhere. And if you can pull that off too, that is, again, legendary. So I'm realizing that both of mine are pretty similar in the sense of you just want to get something very loud and spread them out and make them hard to find. But uh, if you can pull it no, off, I think it'd be great. I think that's a great idea. I think the alarm clocks, you know, are, are so you're saying if if this is you, you're synchronizing them or are you putting them at separate times? I'm probably putting them at separate times. Really just randomize it up, you know, have it go, have one every 15 minutes throughout the school. And uh, you just really want to get their attention of everybody all at once is what's really important. I want every class you go into to have an alarm going off at some point throughout the day. Yeah, this is another one. You're going to need to do a little bit of work because you're going to need to do a little reconnaissance. Maybe if you're like a janitor at said school, definite advantage. Yeah, But this would definitely wreak absolute havoc over the entire school. If you kind of did this with yourself or just your friend group, you could kind of like raise yourself to a Oh, like a pedestal of fame. Almost, absolutely. That's what you're looking yeah. for. I mean, you got, yeah, you got to famous. hold off on the fame for a while though. You don't want, you got to wait mm, till yeah, after graduation. Uh-huh. Once you have your diploma in hand, though, then you can reap the rewards of uh, being the legend who, who pranked the entire school because you would absolutely rise up to uh, a status never before reached from where you were at. Yeah. And, and Blake hit on the key right there. And that is you get the diploma before <laughs> yeah. you start squealing. Yeah. That's the key. They're going to threaten and they're going to say, whoever did this is going to get their diploma pulled because I've seen that happen many times before. But as long as you get it in your hand and it's it's the actual diploma, not just the diploma cover. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. yeah, When you walk to graduation, you don't get your diploma. So don't don't be on stage and be like, it was me. It was me. It's just they're like, like okay, congratulations and and walk him out. you have in your hand right now. It's just an empty. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So we got another couple of great ones there. I think we really answered those questions well, Blake. And so thanks to everybody who sent in those questions. We did have a couple more submitted this week that we're going to be getting to in later episodes. But we're really excited to bring back the not important news. And after a brief ad, we will be right back with that.
We are back with the Not Important News, the segment where we take a deep dive into the dumbest news headlines and created a little game for ourselves. In each round, we've got three stories. Two will be true, and one is a made-up headline that sounds so good that you might even believe it's real. But then we're going to have to guess to see if we can figure out which headline is fake. So there's going to be two rounds each, Blake, and I'm really excited. You got some good stories. You want to go first? You want me to go first? What are you feeling uh, today? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'll, right. I'll get it out of the way here. So I'll see how you do. It takes a little bit of the pressure off me. All right, my first story. Iowa government to pay crows to pick up litter in city parks. Hmm. Maryland governor challenges Virginia governor to a basketball game where the winner gets the FBI headquarters. <laughs> or... Newly discovered chemicals are so deadly to fungi, they are named after Keanu Reeves. Oh, this is good. Because your instincts is going to tell you that nobody is going to be able to uh, hire crows. Your instincts are always wrong in this game is something I found out. And I have to say, like, the basketball game one sounds really good. And uh, Keanu Reeves sounds realistic as well. Must watch TV, bro. Yeah, honestly. I mean, (laughs) I don't know what those kind of, uh, I don't know what those governors are looking like, but... You know, that could be a hotly contested one-on-one game. Hmm, this is really a tough one. I, I don't know. I don't know if you're just trying to make me look stupid if I don't guess crows here because the other two sound more believable. The, oh, this game is just impossible. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to take that Iowa is not hiring crows because I don't think that's possible. Okay, that is the lie. Let's However, go. it is possible. I don't know what? if you know this, and I was hoping you did, but crows are insanely smart, mm-hmm. and there's... A viral video online right now of a guy that has like started a little, I don't want to call it a business. It's not. He posts videos of him going out and there's a crow that like has started bringing him stuff and he'll exchange treats what? like nuts or whatever for these things that the crow brings back to him. And the better stuff the crow brings back, the better treats it gets. Oh, And it started bringing him like actual money. Like it found a $20 bill. He's He's collected like $240. Off, off of these crows so i saw that and i was like okay i gotta try and see if porter knows how smart crows are and trick you didn't work but uh yeah that no, it is close it is, it is it is possible from that but the other two stories are real and are i gotta very i gotta hear about them i have to hear these because this uh the maryland governor <laughs> went on twitter and posted a little mixtape oh no but before we get into the, exactly what happened on there, FBI is getting a new headquarters. And both Maryland and Virginia's mm-hmm. governors have been, there's a couple of spots that are basically like between like the options for where this headquarters is going to end up. And so they're vying for it. And then the Maryland governor goes on Twitter, posts a little mixtape, and calls out the Virginia governor and says, hey, let's play me and you one-on-one. The winner takes the headquarters. Then we get to choose where we want it. And then the Virginia governor just replied to it and said, game on. Let's go. That's a great idea. I don't know if the actual game will happen or if it will have any sort of bearing on where the FBI (laughs) ends up putting their headquarters. But it is a real thing that these governors have agreed to play basketball (laughs) to decide that. That's Which, awesome. I would watch that for sure. If it happens, I need There's it a lot to be on the line. TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It would be the most intense one-on-one of all time. <laughs> I am a huge fan of that. The next one is uh, about the compounds that are so deadly, they're named after Keanu Reeves. And they're called uh, Keanu Mycins. And it's a new chemical that some people out in Germany discovered. And I guess they were huge John Wick fans. And so they decided, hey, this 
this chemical kills fungi with super precision. Like it's accurate. It only kills what it's supposed to. It doesn't kill anything else. You know, what should we name this? And then they call, went back to uh, their famous killer, John Wick, where he's, and the exact quote from the article says, Keanu Reeves plays many iconic roles in which he is extremely efficient in inactivating his enemies, which I guess inactivating <laughs> is the, the fungal term for when it, they're killed or whatever. Yeah. So, so accurate. They got named after a movie star. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, that's actually pretty sweet. All right, Blake, I got your first one. Are you feeling the pressure? How are you feeling going into the first round here? Well, nervous, because now you already have one on me. <laughs> yeah. So now I could go 0-2, and, and I could not get one of yours, and then I'd be looking real silly. So, well, uh, now you know how I usually feel, because I'm usually the one playing from behind. But good thing I got some good headlines here, and hopefully I can stump you. So, All right. First thing I got is, family raises 250-pound dog, in parentheses, for two years, then realizes it's a bear. Next, we got angry teen wrecks parents' brand new car because they cut off his screen time. Okay. And last but not least, we have woman stabs brother because he wouldn't let her have lasagna, police say. I know for a fact that there's a ton of people who get stabbed over food. Like, you know, hey, this guy ate my green bean casserole. Stab. So I can see that one being real. I just, oh crap. See, now I'm, now I'm concerned. Because the the first two seemed seemed like they would be also real, so I'm convinced these are all real stories. There isn't a lie. That is incorrect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, so the first one was people raised a bear and thought it was a dog. Yeah. How does that even happen? How's that even possible? There's no way. I don't know if that's too dumb for you to make up though. Like, I don't I don't know if if you would go to those reaches on that. Uh, and then no the, the middle the middle one was was what? Will you repeat that for me? Yeah. Angry teen wrecks parents' car because his screen time was cut off. That one just seems too... The others are too extreme. They're unusually weird. And that one seems normal. And so for that reason... I'm going to say that one's a lie. I think you just made up a bland story to throw in there and try to get me to guess it's true. Was I right? Dang it. Yeah, I tried to... Yes! I tried to repeat my strategy from last time, which was the bland story technique. So you, you yeah. got me. I didn't even think about that I was going too far on the extreme stories. So I didn't even think you had a shot there. You were talking yourself through it so well. And then you came back to uh, that story. And I couldn't even read off the headline the same way I did the first time I read it differently. <laughs> See, and I didn't even notice that. I What I did notice was just that uh, the other two, <laughs> I just don't know if you would have come up with those. They're so weird. No, yeah, they're crazy. So, yeah, this uh, Chinese family adopted what they thought was a puppy. They thought it was uh, the Tibetan Mastiff, which are, you know, giant. They can get up to like 100, 150 pounds, it says. And so they thought they adopted a puppy. They were on vacation and that, that's what they thought they adopted. Turns out it was a, it's they a specific went on vacation type of bear. And adopted. Yeah, I don't understand why you would get a dog on vacation. It just seems really hard to take home. But they got an Asiatic black bear, which is uh, 250 pounds. And the funny part is what clued them into thinking it was a bear is because the thing was walking around on two feet all the time instead of four. <laughs> so they just had this. Like, this is the most impressive dog of all time. This thing's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see anything. I, they took it away from them, but I didn't even see anything about it being violent in the report. So they must have really done a good job raising it. But yeah, I thought that was uh, I mean, pretty that's crazy. Impre- I guess, I guess, yeah, to them, it was, you know, family. I wonder if whenever their neighbors came over to drop something off, if they were, hey, do you guys know you have a bear in your living room? Right now? Yeah, that's, they're like, uh, yeah, this thing is clearly a bear, but I guess they kind of look like 
dogs, the pictures of them, but I really don't know how this family got confused with that. And they just said its appetite was huge. It was walking around on two feet. And that's what finally clued them into knowing that they had a bear. And then the lasagna story is uh, a, a brother and sister. Just the sister just was ticked and they started getting in a dispute over when to take the lasagna out of the oven. And so the brother wanted to take the lasagna out of the oven. Um, he thought it was done and the sister wouldn't let him open the oven door to take it out. And from there, an altercation happened and she claims that she blacked out. And the next thing she knew was that she saw her brother with a knife wound in the back. And he said that she attacked him and he locked himself in the bathroom. So kind of a crazy turn of events over a nice well, uh, She turned into lasagna. Moon Knight? Like, what's going on? You were seeing that? You black out and wake up with I, a bunch of dead people around. That's what I was. I was like, I think she I, might need to black out in jail next time, not in public. Yeah, when you said that story, I was convinced it was going to be something like uh, he ate her leftovers and then she got real mad and like that in my head that's what it was i i had no idea this was a they were trying to eat it together and one wouldn't take it out of the oven and that is wow kudos to uh what's a bigger crime for taking a knife like a champ (laughs) what's a bigger crime stabbing somebody or taking the lasagna out too soon oh i mean that's 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 tough both deserve jail time for sure it's up to you on uh on how bad you want want that lasagna my my next story is here my first story is man sparks confusion in a red robin when his service animal is revealed to be a ferret oregon brewery to utilize yeast from the beards of homeless men or cocaine cat escaped omer and taken into custody at Cincinnati Zoo. Is Red Robin a national chain, first of all? I, I don't know where this story happened, actually. Okay. I have to read the story. I'm trying to do a little uh, analyzing I, here, and I'm not sure that I've seen Red Robins everywhere. Interesting. So unless this occurred in uh, near us. And then uh, the beard thing. I really want that to be fake. I really, for the sake of... <laughs> everything i don't want that to be real because i don't think homeless people's beards need to be used in the manufacturing of anything and the cocaine cat seems a little bit suspicious as well uh i'm having i'm i'm gonna guess the first story is the lie the red robin the red robin ferret that is the lie let's (laughs) go two for two two for two two. pressure's on blake Impressive work. Yeah, that one, I might have messed up a little bit when I said I didn't know where this happened because, uh, you know, usually we read these stories. I just didn't want to make it up if Red Robin wasn't a national champion. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know if Red Robin's champion. like big, so I, that's what I thought it was. was. To me, to me, Red Robin is everywhere. I had no idea. Maybe it is, dude. I just don't notice it other places. <laughs> I got to get into the story about the beards, though, because oh, this yeah. one is the most insane thing. I've ever heard. And it started, so there's these things called microbreweries where, you know, they take all sorts of weird things from yeast and turn it into different alcohols and whatever else. I don't know all that goes into it. I'm not an expert. But all I know is that this microbrewery owner, he started this thing where it was his special blend was from his own beard that he extracts something off of and uses it as yeast to make these ales basically and it was so successful it it was blowing up he's like i can't keep doing this like i don't have enough beard yeast that's (laughs) disgusting still needs to to wash his beard first of all I'm sitting here like reading the story where, with a beard and I'm like, I got to go shower. This is, I got to take some soap and really go to town. After the success of his uh, beard beer, he decided, well, I got to find a way to expand. And his brilliant idea, which 
if you are going to drink beard beer, which I don't know if that's the actual term, kind but that's of a what good I'm name though. Call it. I mean, yeah, I I have the the licensing on that. So if this guy <laughs> wants to reach out to me, he can he decided to make a little do a little good in the world and take it off of homeless men because what he found was their beard yeast. <laughs> Is that exploiting the homeless, though? He just, like, goes up to them, cuts off their beards, and <laughs> just, takes the yeast out? <laughs> he he uh, he does pay them, oh, which okay. is nice. What he found is that the beards of homeless people, because they never wash them, they don't have access to, you know, hygiene, they had a ton of stuff in them. Yeah, that obviously. Made the, beer, made the brew taste much better no. than anything else. Dude, that's and sickening. so he he would go around and he pays them. He pays them. I don't know how much to extract this whatever he uses from their beard. Ew! And uh, it's the mental disgusting. image, the mental image know. of their greasy beards just being squozen, so <laughs> just sauce is dripping rung, out, wrung oh. out to yeah. No, I have no idea what all goes into the process of making these different brews and all i can hope is that he tells the people that what is in what they're made from because if i was drinking something and then after i finished it the person came up oh hey did you, did you like that was it good I'm like, oh yeah it was okay that was you know that's fine they're like well that came off of a homeless man's face <laughs> like I, I don't know if i did yeah that's not a good sales tactic for selling your uh your yeah. brand at all that's disgusting and I think we need to alert the is it the FDA that comes in and, and shuts Probably. those things down. I think we need to give yeah. them a heads up because something <laughs> needs to be done about this. That is not yeah, there's right. no way it's sanitary. <laughs> the whole point is that it's better because it's not sanitary, which seems so backwards to me that they allow that in a restaurant. I think so, the moral uh, of this story is that idiots will make an alcohol out of anything <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't drink yeah, homeless yeast. How did he figure this out is where it's really important. To Next make. thing we're going to hear is people hospitalized after drinking beard beer in Oregon or wherever the story was from. So. Yeah, Oregon, That's disgusting. which uh, terrible. And then the cocaine cat I threw in there because of the, uh, the recent movie of the cocaine bear, which is a true story, which is an insane story if you don't know about it read up on it it's incredible but this cocaine cat is was escaped from its owner it was an exotic african something and so it escaped it was caught by animal control and then they took it to the zoo because they're like this is not a house cat this is a massive (laughs) cat so they took it to the zoo that's where it's at now but my favorite part of that article was, uh, I'm just going to read a snippet out of it because it's incredible. And it says, it's not the first time that Cincinnati Animal Care, which has been operating as the animal shelter, has had wild animal test positive for drugs. Whoa. In 2022, last year, the group took in a capuchin monkey named Neo that had methamphetamine in its system. Where are these animals getting all these drugs? What the heck? We got, we got cocaine bear, cocaine cat, meth monkey. Like, it's... I, I don't know where all these people are coming up. But this is insane. doing a dose and then hand it off to their animal to, to try some too. Like... Blows my mind what is happening. And we've so seen I had the effects on human because... beings, but the effects on animals are just terrible. So, yeah, man, that's crazy. So, uh... Well, that's funny that your uh, stories involve some uh, drugs and alcohol because my last round, Blake, is uh, incorporating some of those topics as well. So, oh boy. First, we have 
A Lawton couple was jailed after their four-year-old son allegedly showed up at his preschool with a bag of meth in his backpack. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Next we have Charlotte woman arrested after attempting to inject heroin during traffic stop. And last but not least, we have a new Chinese technology will soon be able to record dreams, company says. That's inception. That's crazy. I am choosing that one to be true because I want it to be. I Here's the thing. As somebody who... And we know that everybody dreams to some extent, but it's just a matter of, you know, if you remember it or not. I think that's, you know, there's been studies that show that like the brain activity is the same. So they assume I would love to go be able to look back and watch my dreams that I don't remember because I feel a little, a little ripped off that everybody else gets to remember their dreams. I can't tell you the last time I had a dream. So I want that one to be true. I'm choosing that one to be true. Other two. You got drugs versus drugs then. <laughs> drugs versus drugs. And it's a matter of, did you give your kid the wrong baggie or could you not wait until you get out of the car? And both of those seem very realistic to me. So what's it going to be? Oh, man. I'm going to go with the traffic stop as the lie. That is true. Oh, crap. Which one was the lie? The dreams. <laughs> oh, dang it. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, oh, I knew you were gonna man. Be, you were going to be so excited and so heartbroken about that one. Uh, I followed my heart on that one and it really let me down. <laughs> yeah. So... The traffic stop was real, so the cops had kind of staked out a normal-looking house, and they saw, but they they knew that drugs were being distributed from that house, and so they see a lady come out of that house, and so they pull her over to just kind of check on what she's doing, and the list of things that she had was crazy. She had like 2.5 grams of liquid heroin. She had fentanyl. She had pills. She had a ton more things. And she was uh, fully stocked. Yeah, and so like That's... as they're like approaching the car. She like tried to quickly inject herself and then hide it. So she was, you know, she had just got to the place. She had just got her fix, just barely bought it. And then not even the cops were going to stop her from injecting that, which is, I mean, a sad reality of what drugs can do. It's terribly sad, but it's a very unfortunate time to try and use your drugs that you just purchased. I was just hoping the world was a little bit of a better place. And I was, I was so wrong. (laughs) No. I got to no, know what no, happened. No. Was the one with the kid, did, was he given the wrong baggie? Did yeah, he take so, it to school for show and tell? Like well, what, yeah. what happened? So the child took the bag out during snack time. And that's when the teacher, you know, thought, hmm, this doesn't look right. So luckily the teacher somehow could fun, identify did. that. Yeah. What's well, this white crushed powder <laughs> stuff? And so the narcotics units raided the, the parents' home and they found a large amount of cocaine, a digital scale, and because of that, the parents were arrested and they wow. are facing like drug possession charges of cocaine, both cocaine and meth and child endangerment as well. And so the, the boy has been removed from the, the home and the parents. So uh, fortunately, I mean, shout out to that teacher for being able to uh, navigate that because he yeah. could have just thought it was fun dip like we or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else it could have been or powder sugar. Taking <laughs> his finger in and that's terrible. So oh, I think the real moral of this story is parents don't send a bag of powder sugar to school for your kids' <laughs> snack time. You could yeah, be was that, charged with drug was that what they Was that what it was? Because like if it was something like there's edible weed, like if, you know, if it had been like weed gummy bears, that would make more sense to me because it's like, oh, I'm. Uh, um, just woke up here take these gummy bears as a snack but like they just 
think they were sending their kid with a bag of sugar for snack time. Like, well, to be honest with you, I'm just surprised the kid made it to school because I'm surprised there was any sort of like parental supervision at all going that's on. That's fair. So, he probably did it himself. Huh? Yeah, that's, he was probably fair. like, this is the stuff my parents are like always killing people stuff. for. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But yeah, yeah so that's terrible. Well, definitely not the thing you want to be brought out at show and tell. So glad the kid's, you know, going to be moved on. And hopefully we, we wish him the best as, as we always do with all the people from our news stories there's a lot of unfortunate endings to these stories yeah we always wish them the best we wish except them the that... guy with the beard the beard oh yeah blue. that yeah. guy can yeah he needs to be locked up the people that are struggling in life and we always hope that they can turn it around the people on the crazy end of the lasagna on the on the crazy <laughs> end of the cocaine cat and the, and the drugs to school we wish them the best but if you're going to be brewing a beer out of beard yeast homeless people especially yeah we're not wishing you the best we hope you go out of business and we'll publicly state that here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and porter i gotta give it to you this is the first ever uh win on not important news two truths and a lie edition so uh congratulations on that you called me out of my lives and uh i'll have to step up my game for next time for sure uh, felt good so shout out to the <laughs> listeners i actually had some of these stories submitted to me so now uh, you can send them to us on PM at PM in the AM on Instagram or PM in the AM podcast.info at gmail.com. And then we can kind of use these stories against each other. So thanks for sending those in and thanks for all the support. Blake, you got anything for the listeners on the way out today? No, that's it. I mean, if you, if you played along with us on that and uh, you also lost, let me know and it'll make me feel better about myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in and we will catch you guys next week. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, the morning people, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we'll catch you guys next week.